0: So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds?
1: Your car. <laughs> moped. I
2: don't know, like, touch of flower. was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up.
0: Sounds like the fuck,
1: dude.
0: Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Yo, what's up guys, welcome to Open Monday Podcast, we're back another week, this week's going to be a little different, we're going to do a double header, two podcasts, one week, doubling down, um, we got, uh, I had uh, a homie Logan from the Wizards come down all the way from Pennsylvania yesterday, live to hang out in the studio and do, you know, a little, little hype real podcast episode so we're talking about the Lancaster rally coming up so that's gonna be out today because you're listening to it right now and or yesterday I don't know it gets confusing when I do two and they're separate and they have their own intros but I'm talking about two podcasts so yeah if you hear this one first or the other one first haven't figured out who's going what's 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 first but they're both gonna be out this week so no sweat listen to them both they'll be fun But yeah, that takes care of that Uh, There is a rally coming Hit it, go to it It's in Lancaster, PA Should be a good time Camping, all sorts of stuff Yeah, Listen to the episode, enjoy it Show the rally, have a good time And then today uh, Now, uh, we got uh, Grant on the podcast Uh, Say what's up Grant Hey everybody Uh, So This this was a new one. This is a new episode. So you know, new 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 time going at it. Normally, it's like the episodes are you know people in moped clubs and people I people I kind of know or I've met across the way as or I see them on the internet. And it's you know it's always odd you know how we find guests to be on the show and like sometimes people suggest friends or suggest people they want to hear about or hear from. And with Grant. I just kind of stumbled across like a post that he had on Facebook. It was, you know, in like a moped yep. group or something. And, you know, super interesting story. Like when you, when you read it, it's like, it's, it's heartfelt and it's kind of touching and it makes you like really like think more about mopeds. Like for a lot of us, they're just these silly toys that we're having fun with for others are like an obsession and we're collecting them and, and like, it's like, you know, it takes over your life and your wife's mad at you. Cause there's too many damn mopeds <laughs> in the house, <laughs> but just reading your story, it was like really touching. Cause it was just like, dude, like, you know, you, you had just gotten out of prison you've been, you know, you've gone through some hard times and you know, you worked a job and you found yourself getting this moped and that was like your only form of transportation and got you to where you needed to go. And for a lot of people, that's a moped. Like it's, it's, You know, they get a bad rap sometimes from like, oh, it's the fucking the DUI ride or, you know, you know, you know, they 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 catch that bad rap from people who just don't know about mopeds. And like, but for a lot of people, that's what you get, what you can afford and it gets the job done. And, you know, to read your story and see how, like, it did that for you and it helped you, you know, accomplish goals that you were trying to get chase and go after. And now, like, you know, years later, your son's you know, rebuilding this yeah. bike and you're watching your child like do this thing. And like, that's, you know, that's meant a lot to you. So I don't want to tell your whole story, like in this thing, but I was like, that's the thread I read the post. And I was just like, dude, I had to reach out. And I was like, man, like I got to get you on. And as soon as I reached out, he's like, man, it's way deeper than that. Like I've been doing mopeds for so long. So, yeah. so here we are, man. Why don't you tell everyone like, your full name and where you're from?
2: All right. My name is Grant Pressler. Uh, I'm stuck in Podunk, South Carolina. Uh, uh, it's uh, Kershaw, South Carolina, and I've been all over the state and lived a little bit all over the state. But back in my hometown, um, and Kershaw's really, really where I started out as a teen and um, just struggling, you know, to fit in, do the whole high school thing, um, and wasn't really from a, um a, a rich family or even middle class. We were, we grew up pretty rough down here. Like if you wanted your bicycle fixed, you fixed it yourself. You went to the junkyard and found pieces and parts for your bicycle. If you wanted to skate, you talked to your skater buddies until you figured out how to get your own board made, you know? And, uh, if you wanted something, you put it together yourself. There wasn't no daddy. There wasn't no stepdad around. There wasn't none of that stuff. And I'm, I'm the oldest brother of four kids. So, you know, you find yourself doing and fixing and learning how to do stuff real fast. You're stuck. Um, and so you see, all your friends getting cars in high school, everybody's starting to go around, move around and you're stuck. And you're thinking, man, if I could just get some wheels, if I could just go somewhere, if I could just, you know, you want to go, you're a teenager. Um, and so you tell your friends, like, hey, look, man, we could get Mopads. We don't even have to have license or anything. Man, that's gay, Grant. <laughs> we, that, that's gay. I was like, man, it's not gay. It was like, yeah, man, we at least could get some motorcycles or something. I was like, yeah, you got to have license, insurance, and all that kind of stuff, man. And, uh, man, we could just get Mopads. And you're just thinking, Mopads, Mopads. You see, there was actually a midget in my hometown who drove a Mopad.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I see him on this thing all the time. and I was just thinking, man, that's it right there. I'm going to get me one of those. And uh, man, finally, uh, bugging people, I find a lady up the road who's got a motorbike cane.
0: Mm-hmm. She wants 20 bucks for it. And I Damn. can't remember what you but Dude, it was beautiful. 20, it was beautiful. 20 bucks for a motorbike cane? Yep, yeah, she took 20 bucks for it.
2: That's,
1: now, I that's, that's crazy. Of, I've
2: been working on go karts and weed eaters and chainsaws and stuff as a teenager. And I'm thinking, okay, I can get this thing going too. And of course I didn't know anything about points or condensers, any, you know, anything like that. That stuff's not really on a go-kart or anything. So man, uh, could never get it running. Everything I could, I'm getting spark. I got gas. I don't, it, this bike's been sitting forever. I clean it out and it sets forever and, uh, um, couldn't get it to run at all. I and mean, it's been six months probably. I go through it. Um, I mean, I'm checking everything. It tore the whole bike apart. And out when I'm realizing after I got older, that had to have been the most craziest bike to start off learning how to work on. Oh, and, uh, my first, bike was a
0: cane too. So I know the woes of starting in a French game. <laughs> see, I mean, I'm taking everything apart, and putting it back together, everything apart, putting it back together. And, uh, finally, my one
2: buddy says, Hey, you know, I had a weed eater. that wouldn't crank up last year. And it was dirt dollars that they made a nest the exhaust. I does off the part, yep, dirt net. Mm. Man, that thing cranked up. Yeah. I was happy. It was slow as crap, though. Um, <laughs> I, get, I didn't know anything about those type of carburetors or anything. I took them apart, and I think it was a banjo screw. I dropped it in the dirt. Couldn't find it anywhere. Now, back, we didn't know nothing about the Internet. We didn't know you could find parts for them. So it says, man, I'm pissed. Uh, and that's all it that was really missing was the banjo screw. I was like, man, I am screwed down here in the woods. Mm. Uh, so it stays parked. Finally, uh, I ended up getting my hands on the Tomos, another motorbacon. Uh, the Tomos, was, it didn't even make it home. Paid 300 bucks for it after saving my money. And, but I had a ride and I mean, it was so messed up. I had to work on it after school. I'm the only guy at school driving a moped. End up getting the name Dirt because I'm dirty all the time. I smell like gas. I'm always working on stuff,
1: yeah.
2: um, so they call me Dirt. Uh, pretty funny about that name, I'll tell you a little bit. Yeah. Um, end up doing the moped thing for a good while. Go through a few Tomos, um, and I leave off. Drop out of high school, and uh, I leave off and go live in Columbia, South Carolina, which is. Put the capital down here and um, come back home to find out my mom is taking all my mopeds to the junkyard. I mean, I'm pissed, man. I've done collected uh, a Yamaha County, a uh, couple of Jawas, two pecans like three different Tomo's. They're all just sitting here. I had a Motori Minarelli. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that freaking thing, dude. I got that one out of the junkyard. And, and how old were you at this
0: time? At this time, I am 17. So 17 with so a I stack just, of mopeds.
2: Yeah, just turned 18. Yeah, I got obsessed with them, collecting them and stuff. And just They were so easy to get down here. People was like, man, you had that piece of junk, you just come get it out in the yard.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I mean, I'm I'm talking about pistons fried to the inside. I mean, Super you're, you're, taking, you're taking the whole cylinder apart and soaking it in oil and cleaning everything out with pretty much no tools at all. I mean, I got like a pair of channel logs, a bike grip, a flathead, and a Phillips. And I'm <laughs> no idea about the Internet, no idea that there's availability on parts or anything like that. And, um, oh, man, I was pissed, dude. You took them off to the junkyard. So um, after working jobs and getting vehicles and, and doing pretty good for myself, I end up um, on drugs And Pretty much lose everything again So I start back with mopeds Again, now this is 2000 Let's see, I was 21 22 21 So I start back with Mopads again mm-hmm. And find the toll most part in somebody's yard And that's whenever I jump on Moped Army uh, I got the internet behind me and I was like, all right, great. That's when I found the moped on the forum online. Yeah. And so I had a great idea. Everybody's like, hey, I can find these mopeds. So what I did was I blasted flyers out all over my hometown of Camden at that point saying, I buy joint mopeds. Man, again, people started calling me left and right. I got this thing has been parked in my garage for 30 years. You can come and have it <laughs> if you just get it out of here um, and pile up. Really, Suzuki FA50s, um, Tomo's, is, of course Tomo's. they are just everywhere. Yeah. Um, the and I start the piling South. them up. I start piling them up again, and freaking loving it, dude. Built myself back up. Um, Did you have somewhere to store them? Just,
0: like, how were you? How are you storing all the bikes? Um, how was I storing the mopeds? Mm-hmm.
2: I had a building in my backyard, so I called myself having a moped shop. Yeah. And I was trying to flip them. I, I guess I became a flipper, mm-hmm. but I have a pretty good heart. So the problem with flipping vintage bikes with points and all that fun stuff is people coming back to me and saying, hey, this thing won't crank up. And you got this, you know, you're working on it for them and stuff. And you're, you're just like, man, screw this. Man, finally, I fixed up a 1980 Tomo's. And drove that thing from Camden, South Carolina to Myrtle Beach, which is 150 miles. Um, and pretty much gave it away to the first homeless person that I met. Mm. Um, the trip there took three days because of the pouring down rain. Um, and I get to my grandma, I jump on Moped Army for him because I was flipping parts and stuff too on there.
1: Yeah.
2: And, uh, a fellow named Charles Maynard. Uh, Charlie Buzzer. yeah he uh he tells me he'll come buy one i'm needing money i'm homeless at myrtle beach again and so i was like okay cool i call my grandma i say hey this guy's gonna come buy a mopad. man he wiped me out oh, yeah. i wasn't there to do the deal with yeah he stole a whole bunch of parts i was pretty hot about that he, i'm so hot that i still remember the dude's name That's how hot i was oh uh, and now that was i'm 37 now So, that's been uh, 15 years. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I still remember the dude's name. Uh, Now, fast forward up to 24. I've done come home. I done stayed at the beach for a few years. Uh, I come back home to visit a friend and through a course of events, end up in a stolen car. Um, And... We drive up across the east coast with that thing. I get caught. I do a year in prison. I get out. I'm stuck in Lancaster County, and I'm cutting grass. I find somebody with a Tomos for 300 bucks, And I'm like, okay, ticket, ticket. I'll do what I got to again. Bag with mopeds. Let's just bag the square one on mopeds. And that's that 855 that's the post that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and... um. I find it for 300 bucks with no exhaust on it. Um, it gets stolen from me, actually, twice in one summer. And one of the, the first time it gets stolen from me, I, I, I was able to find a stock exhaust for it. It gets stolen from me. I go to a local small engine shop just to tell some guys in there, hey, if you see this smoke, there it is sitting right there. While I'm telling them to keep their eye out for it with two turbo pipes laying on the seat. They was like, oh, man, you're going to have to talk to the law about it. I, I get it back with both the turbo pipes. I was pretty happy about that. And, um... That's
0: crazy. So they ended up taking it, or...?
2: The the police took it, um, did a whole investigation, and yeah, it had been stolen from me. Of course, I had the key to it in my wallet. Um... And I ended up getting it back with the turbo pipe, which I was pretty happy about that. And yeah, I did what I had to do. Um... I worked my balls off, got my license back, got my wife's license. Um... We ended up getting married. We had our, we, while she was pregnant and all, uh, she had her, our first son. Um, worked my balls off being that little dirty guy again, dirt again, on driving on the side of the highway on a freaking moped.
0: So the moped was your only, to, your only form of transportation?
2: Yeah, and at that point, I, I couldn't be obsessed with them and start collecting again. Um, that was it. It was just moped, that one Tomo's. And well sometimes that's,
0: sometimes that's easier though man like you get yeah. too many and it's like a daunting task to like try to fix them and keep them going and like it can power it like right a money now. pit
2: that's where I'm at right now'm sick
0: <laughs> and uh but
2: but yeah anyways, anyways I, I was I was able to get back started with just that one tomos and stay focused on what I had to do got a lock some back it got parked. I ended up getting motorcycles and, and you know, moving on up from there. But that thing stayed parked and everybody's hey you need to sell me that thing. No, I'm sorry. That moped will not ever be sold and my son's gonna drive it one day. Man, you're full of crap. Okay. And here we are. And hey, my son's about to get ready right now. We're about to go for a ride. And man, it's it's freaking awesome. Yeah, he fixed it all the way up. Of course I, I split the whole that thing was ragged out, I split the whole case open. And uh, redid the Barons, the crank, and all that fun stuff inside of it. But yeah, we're about to get ready and go for a little night ride. There's a high school right near my house, and at at night we like to go around. And it's all lit up, and it's the perfect place for him to be able to ride without worrying about traffic or
0: or anything like that. Um, and how old is he? Yeah, so he is eleven now. Okay, so riding uh, at eleven—that's yeah. pretty good age
2: yeah and i i really envy him because he's got a cool-ass dad uh, <laughs> and i'm like man you little full sucker But what's really cool is the guy named dirt with all those mopeds. um he ended up starting a skate shop a little over a year ago called dirt skate shop down here in my hometown that's me and if anybody gets a chance they can google uh dirt skate shop you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah, we started a skateboard shop here in my hometown. And we're not getting rich. We pretty much do a lot of charity work with kids that want to come and skate.
1: Yeah.
2: And I was able to get accounts with Santa Cruz, Black Label, Shorty, um, a few other pretty big companies. And it's a mobile skate shop. And we're pretty much the only mobile skate, sh- skate shop on the East Coast. This year, we won't be doing that much traveling because of gas prices, so we we stay based here in our hometown, and we do all right. It's not enough for me to quit my full-time job, but I, I took my cut-down name from high school and turned it into a business, and we were in the newspaper two weeks ago, which was pretty cool. Uh, they wanted a picture of me, and instead, I sent them a picture of my son, <laughs> and uh, he was on the front page of the paper. There you um,
1: go.
2: And so Dirt Skate Shop, we, we tried to incorporate mopeds with it. And my love for mopeds. we were going to try to keep on pushing that with it. But um, not flipping mopeds at all or anything. I'm not ever getting back and flipping those bikes. They are hard to get your hands on right now. And I'm seeing prices go bananas. Over the last few months, I was able to get my hands on a uh, Gorilla S, a Gorilla uh, Gurelli, uh
1: Exhale.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. Let me think. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get it all together. Still got my A55. Was able to get a Tomo's Bullet for pretty much nothing. Um, a Gorelli, a Gorelli XL Super Sport for pretty much nothing. My uh, Saks ended up, man, that Saks ended up costing me and putting it all the way together. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and I love that freaking sack, man! I've never had a sack at all. I've had I've had uh, the and Jawas, uh, Yamaha, Suzuki. Right now, I am sitting on uh, my Honda Express. I love that little thing. It cranks up every time, no matter
0: what. Yeah, Hondas are always solid.
2: <laughs> yeah, I freaking love that little bike. I and mean, it, it only, I mean, like thirty mile an hour, and I'm not coming off and getting that kit at all. None of my bikes are kitted. I'm, I'm not thinking about kitting them. I don't want to rag them out. Uh, I'd like to stay keeping them pretty stock and just something to have fun on. You know, I'm not trying to fly around. If I want to fly around, I'll hop on one of my motorcycles um, or one of my vehicles if I want to fly, you know. Yeah. And so I want to keep my bikes pretty stock and I want to hold on to them for as long as I can.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm hoping on being I don't know. You never know. Time flies pretty fast. And one day my son might have his own little kids and they'll say, hey, well, let's go out to Pawpaws and ride mopeds, you know? Yeah. And so keep them pretty stock. Um, and I'm pretty happy with my collection.
0: Yeah, mopeds, like, they, over, definitely over the years, they've gotten like the values, like, you know, come to the realization people are like, oh, man, I can make a little money. So people are selling them for a lot more than they used to. But if, you're like, if yeah. you like if you hunt and you stay vigilant, you can always find like a decent deal. I think even recently in town, like we've had a friend get a free bike and a magnum roller for, for two hundred and fifty bucks or something, like in the last week. Uh, I mean,
2: yeah, but you got to stay you got to stay hunting in the Yeah, way you are. always gotta and- hunt. <laughs> And what was what was happening to me back when I was flipping them? Back when I was twenty one, I was able to flip a good bit. Is after you, you know, you you get them and they're all crusty. They've been sitting in either in the woods or somebody's barn, and you don't put a lot of work into them. You've done bought a lot of parts just to get them to run in order. Man, you're not really making that much off of them at no. all. And so I, I see people jump on flippers, and I guess that's a flipper that didn't really put any. Effort or something into them, I you know, not me though. I was trying to get these bikes to the point where, where they were dependable for somebody.
0: Yeah, if you uh, get them, if you get them legit, you it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks to, yes, to get them cost. to get
2: them right. If people's not wanting to come off with the money, you know. They want to talk you down, and you're just like, hey, you know, I got freaking three, four hundred dollars worth of part into this thing, and that's just to make it, just to make it right, make it Man. dependable
0: like you might or make yeah. 150 bucks off a bike when you sell it. <laughs> yeah, and it was
2: it was it was pretty much something to do um after I was coming off of my off of being my addiction, you know, was getting addicted to the Yeah. And I was in NA groups. This is when I was 21. Um I was in NA groups and they're just like, "Well, you're just trading an addiction for another one." I was like, "What you freaking do? <laughs> I'm dreaming about pistons and uh, you know, tooth counts on sprockets and um yeah. I'm, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's not that bad. I'm not about to go rob my grandma to get a yeah. freaking, yeah. you know, to get the yeah. a Tomo or anything lot like
0: that. Mopeds are a lot better addiction.
2: Yeah, so much better. And, but man, now, good God, you got treats and, well, back when Rob was jamming, I think treats was just getting started. Mm. Uh, it was just really mm. 1977 mopeds. But here recently on my, I guess this is my, I don't know, third or fourth addiction back to Mopad and you got treats, you got all these other websites and everything. And, and now I got, I got credit cards and bank cards and I'm like, hold up, hold crap. <laughs> Damn son, we've done spent. And, uh, he was like, that's okay. You got skate shop money. I was like, no, that's, that's, that's so I could make a new order. son, and we got to stay going for this and, and uh so we slowed down. We're happy with the few bikes that we got and just keeping them stocking and keeping them up and running and nothing else breaking on them. Um and so we're pretty happy with what we got and it's it's pretty cool. It's just me and my son and my little girl, she man, she's awesome. She's only five, but she loves riding with us. I make her put a little helmet on it. We don't go, like, uptown. We're not on highways. We're not doing anything dangerous at all. Yeah. I've, I've had some people jump on me on the, uh, on the not the forum, but on the, the Facebook group for Moped Army. Yeah. And, yeah, they're like, he can't be doing that. And I'm like, man, you come to my hometown, and the cops will wave at you while you drive around with no tag,
1: <laughs> no helmet.
2: Man. And we are fine as long as you are not smoking meth or selling fentanyl that's going to kill somebody you're fine around here as yeah, long yeah. as you're not doing those things you can do whatever you want here
0: and little bikes and, like that are fun man you get like a, like a small enough bike like i know our, our our homie doug we call him dad like he's got a little spree and his daughters love riding that thing around they ride in the, in the yard and just in circles chasing each yeah. other they have a blast They're just riding a little small moped
2: yeah so i'm waiting for her to get bigger too man it's pretty scary though but um but, yeah, freaking freaking Mopads has been there for me throughout my life. And it, it was. It's, there's a point where they've been a necessity, and there's been a point where they were just a commodity. Yeah. And right now, you know, luckily I'm at the point in life where it's just a commodity. It, it, it doesn't have to be a necessity, but um, I'm just like, you know, well, Grant, what would you do if you lost everything? I would crank one of my mopeds up and do what I got to do. Well, how would you get back and forth? Right now I drive, I have a few vehicles. My favorite car is my 91 Ford Festiva, Mm -hmm. and it's, (laughs) I don't know if you know what a Festiva is, Um, they are little tiny, teeny, teeny little clown looking cars, Mm -hmm. and that thing gets pretty good gas mileage. I drove to Charleston, which is 150 something miles, just the other week on $30 worth of gas on that thing, and just it's like, Grandpa, you're not picking up girls or anything. Dude, I'm not worried about that
1: right now. I got <laughs> so
2: much other stuff going on. I went through a pretty bad divorce uh, this past two years. And so me and the kids are just kind of picking up the pieces after all of that and putting everything together. Luckily, I own a large piece of land that I bought during my divorce, and I, I pretty much won everything in the divorce because uh, I wasn't an idiot. And I was doing the right thing. It's like, man, how would you? how dare you cheat on the guy that did that on a moped for so many years, you dumb ass, no, I'm not going on you at all, I remember those 100 degree summers and them freaking 25 degree winters on that moped, you dumb ass there's definitely,
0: <laughs> so some, there's definitely something to be said about people who like because I've had friends even in the city here who's like, who had mopeds be their only form of transportation to get to work, to get to their, you know, their family's houses, to get to their friends, to go eat and you know, rain, sleet, snow, hot days, cold. They they ride every single day, and it takes something yeah. to keep a moped running. If, if everyone who's listening to this podcast who's riding a moped understands, it takes a lot to keep it on the road all the time. But it does. There's a difference between keeping a moped on the road that you ride once every other week versus like someone who's riding the same bike every day in and out, like dogging it, like it takes a lot more effort
2: it really does i mean you're you're not just doing it for fun or because it's your obsession anymore um and you're not looking into like you know upgrades you're not looking into trying to rag these bikes out or anything like you're just hoping that something crazy electrical is not about to just go out on them um Luckily with that A55, I was that's was really the first bike I ever had that wasn't points or anything, and I that was <laughs> I just thought that was a blessing the whole time. I was like, You're telling me, I don't got to check and adjust my points all the time. And Grant would <laughs> I, I would be like, no, you don't got to worry about none of that, man. I got you, dude. You just keep a new spark plug in your backpack. You keep an extra headlight bulb in your in your backpack. I wouldn't go anywhere without the backpack. So <clears throat> oh, you never know. Yeah. And even still, I got that same mentality with my
0: vehicles, I'm um, pretty prepared. But <laughs> I, mean, I feel like you learn you can learn a lot too from mopeds, from like, from, from just like the whole you know thing about having like idle hands, especially when like you're already, you're already trying to get over an addiction, you're trying to get over trouble and problems you've having. Like, like idle hands are devil's things. So like, you have this moped that like gives you something to do in your free time that's like productive and like. You're learning a it skill. Is, the, the parts aren't
2: banana expensive. So that's why come I was able to originally fix up these few bikes that I got, it's called, you know, I've done going through vintage Honda motorcycles and stuff. And you're just like, holy shit, they want how much for that petcock? For yeah. the petcock washer. <laughs> you're telling me they want $49 for the petcock washer. You're uh. telling me for the carburetor kit, they want $300 a piece for the carburetor rebuild kits are you oh man are you, are you no oh my god yeah. <laughs> and you're just like holy crap and so it's just the affordability of it unless you got something like I mean, this little honda express the parts aren't too cheap for it but, um, but compared compare to I'm,
0: anything else dude, compared to cars compared to motorcycles compared to vintage bikes like a moped is the end all be all cheapest route you can possibly go it is man I mean you're gonna I mean, you're not going to turn heads and get all the girls lined up, ready to ride
2: the moped or at least where I'm from, you well
0: Speak for yourself, bro. My moped's well, are sick.
2: Well, man, down <laughs> here, it's not. even still, um, I, I drive mine through my hometown and stuff and people, they all know, remember me from high school with mopeds and everything, but, man, you just get that look. You're just, and, uh, man, no shit. I was uptown uh, about, uptown a couple months ago and no spark. All of a sudden I wanted my my Tomos bullet. And I'm like, man, I'm actually dressed in pajamas because I done got so comfortable on this Tomos with no tools or anything. I'm in a pair of pajamas with not even my wallet on me. Moped just dies. And I'm man, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, dude? I've done had I have vehicles, man, I have of uh F two fifty I have a BMW. I have a Ford. I, I keep on going and listen through all my vehicles and stuff that I've collected up over the years that actually run that have tags. And I'm uptown in a pair of pajamas, pushing a mopad down the sidewalk, <laughs> trying to make sure the parts just. And it's 4:45, and I'm trying to push this moped to the parts place. Man, I was like, man, people were just looking at me, and I was like, damn, man, around. I don't really care. Just y'all can laugh at me all you want. And I quit ru- I was like, Grant, just slow down. Quit pe- pushing that thing. Just pedal it like you would G. And, uh, <laughs>
0: pedaling moped is stuck, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The gear <laughs> ratio to pedal any moped whoa, whoa. is the worst thing ever made. Like, they're great. Yeah, I'll let them. It's fun. <laughs> it's it's more of a hu- humorous, but I'll never pedal a moped anywhere. I'm also over pushing them. Like, I, I'm i way too old to push my moped anywhere. I, I will lock it up, and I will come back and get it later. <laughs> yeah, I had a buddy, and he come back walking one day. I was like, "Dude, where's my He's like, Man, that
2: thing broke down. I started telling. I said, "Screw this," and just left it in the dick. I was like, "You left it in the dick, man! What the hell?" Yeah. Dude. Luckily, it was still there. We
1: got
2: oh, back to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, my Here, man, it 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 sucks. I recently helped one of my buddies fix up a Targa. He was. And he's done been all in the motorcycles too. Which you know, we re, we rebuild everything: Honda, Kawasaki, a um, little bit of Harley work. And he was thinking after we finally got it all together. He's done ordered all his parts. We're building it, putting it together. We get spark. We get it to crank. All that fun stuff because it was pretty ghetto, really bad ghetto out bike. I mean, these, the the throttle cable was a shoestring. Just to put put it that way on this Targa. Um, We got it all together and he was like, dude, it only does 35. I was like, that's really good that it does 35. He was like, "Uh, what did you think it was going to do? He said, well, I got, he said, I bought these other sprockets for it. I said, man, just, dude, that's if you're going to put a kit and all on it. He was like, well, dude, I looked how much them kits were. I said, what did you think? Man, he just parked that thing and didn't want to ride with me at all. I was like, man. So, yeah, there's no riders here. There's no group. There's no, group of guys that enjoy the the mechanics of that whole that tiny little piston pushing a grown man down the road i I think that's the most magical thing to me is that little teeny little piston just pushing me down the road and i i don't know the whole the whole mechanics of the whole thing the whole origin of which country each part came from and which some of that's pretty crazy um A lot of these different name brands With all these different bikes And just Just the whole history I love that I I just love it I I used Man whenever I find one That's been down Either in the woods Or or just crusted I'll slap up It's like gold Yeah Like man okay Stop everything I don't care (laughs) about Anything right now we're getting this bike home is getting cleaned up. It's going, it's, it's in the living room getting slammed tore apart. Mm. I want to put it in the living room. I don't care. <laughs> this is what we're doing right now.
0: It's I mean, like, no, you know, what they no say one man's, man's trash, another man's treasure. Dude, Yeah. But the whole
2: thing here is there, there's no group, group of people that are enthusiastic about it. There's no, there's no one that really, um, well, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, You, there's just no one that appreciates them like they should be appreciated here, especially vintage bikes with something, something with points, um, and the whole in ingenuity of these little bikes and how they all got put together. Yeah. Little side note: that's actually, where the word "engine" comes from because it's an ingenious device. Um. Anyhow,
0: I feel so, like that's like like that's like wow we should all be so thankful for the for the internet like if it wasn't for the internet it wasn't for like moped army and like like the facebook groups and all this stuff you wouldn't find like this common interest that we all have with so many other people that really appreciate mopeds the same way we do it is it's just the, the whole little machine
2: it, i got into religion as it as a young man and I've actually went to Bible college. I, I recently, I, I dropped out and everything. It didn't stay going on that route, but I tried to explain to people. I'm pretty sure Jesus would ride a moped. You know, he, uh, <laughs> he came into town on a donkey. He could have came into town on a freaking giant war horse if he wanted to. But yeah, I don't think he would ride a Harley. He would, he would ride. I don't know. Probably one of the crappiest, a Jawa. He would, <laughs> he would probably be on a Jawa. Mm. I don't know. So I joke around about that all the time. It's just the the humbleness of it. But just the whole magic behind it of pulling that throttle. Now, you can still get hurt now. You can get messed up on a moped, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've seen it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I've done everything from slammed in the mailboxes, full-on chest in the mailboxes. Dude, I've had people throw whole rolls of firecrackers, the jumping jack, at me, and had them wrap around my neck and mm. start popping off. That's another whole thing too about traffic and dickheads. dude. That I mean, I, I'm allowed to be on this road too, and they want to be jerks about it just because you're on the road, pad.
0: Yeah, that can. I want to look
2: down problem. on you and everything. But luckily, where I live, I see a lot of things about having to get the tidal problems and and man we we don't have we don't have to worry about none of that at but, all you get that bike cranked up and running as long as it's got a headlight and a tail light probably should need a brake light too but as long as you got a headlight and a tail light you're good man
0: you take off on that thing and yeah, no, no plates or anything like that no not not in the county where i'm at but uh like i said whenever i drove that one to
2: Myrtle Beach, now I had done, lived homeless in Myrtle Beach, but this time I was coming back on uh, Mofad, and I loved it. Uh, as soon as I got into town, got pulled over, uh cop said, you're going to have to have a tag on this thing. Give me the ticket for not having a tag on it, give me my court date and all. He said, you come to court with a tag, and we'll drop it. So I'm, I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? I'm looking up online, like, how to get a tag. I go into the public library, I'm looking up online how to get a tag in his thing make no sense. I go to this local scooter shop. It mm-hmm. says moped shop, but those are scooters. Um, <laughs> and I say, you know, what What was the police talking about? He says, here. He hands me a piece of plastic that just has a written in red moped on it. I'm like, what? He said, yeah, you got to zip tie that to the back of your moped when you're in Horry County. I'm like, what? What for? He said, that's a moped tag. I said, do I go to the Man, I done went to the D and I've done been looking online, nobody knew what I was talking about. I said I was like, dude, what? He said, Yeah, man, it can be I looked at some of his mopeds in his shop. There was mm-hmm. pieces of cardboard just with big fat permanent markers wrote mopad on the back of it, zip tied to the back of these scooters. Yeah, that's
1: great. And that
2: that was what you have to have. I was like, So who do I register this with? Like the Easter bunny or I mean what? Like <laughs> what? what's going on here? But, yeah, so I got me a piece of paper and wrote Moped on it, and
0: the cop was happy with that on the fortnight. That's hilarious. Look, we, have to yeah, have like yeah. real, we have to have real plates here. We got to get them registered. They got to be titled. Like, And it wasn't like that before. It wasn't until, I think, 2015, like pre-2015, mopeds, you just get a Moped and you ride it. You didn't need anything. And then they were like, oh, we got to make some money off of these people. So, you know, we got to title them. We got to register them. You got licensing fees and all this extra added expense to, uh, you know, a okay moped that costs you three hundred bucks.
2: <laughs> oh, Man, I went through that crap with vintage motorcycles, finding the original owners. And I mean, man, I got a Honda CL two hundred. It's a seventy four. When I got that bike, and it had three hundred miles on it. Man, I was so happy. Got it running. I was like, okay, I just gotta get the title and all straight for it. It ended up taking me a
0: year to get the title for that thing. Damn. Did you do the Vermont <laughs> trick or did you like like find the real owner and everything? Well, yeah, first I was man, a Mexican
2: actually ended up showing me how to do it. Um, an illegal Mexican showed me how to get the title to any thing that you want to get the title to. Mm. As, as long as it don't got a lien or anything like that and it's it's pretty simple, but yeah, I, after yeah, I was trying to find the original owner and all that fun stuff. There's actually a form down here in South Carolina. you can find I can't remember the number of the form, but you can find it on the the website for the DMV and you print it off, you end up write a paragraph why you can't get the title a normal way,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then pictures it doesn't matter if it's a mobile home, a vehicle, or a motorcycle. Anything that needs a title for it, you send that pictures of it and a paragraph of why you can't get the title, and as many numbers as you can, like any type of identification numbers off of it. Mm-hmm. You send it into the state headquarters DMV, and within a couple of weeks, as long as there's no liens on it, they send you a. Um, it's not called a temporary title.
0: It's called uh, like in lieu not- in lieu of title. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think so. Until the the final full everything is, until, until they do their full investigation, and then you'll get the real title. And I've been used that a couple times, and it works. It's a pretty crazy loophole. And oh, uh, an no, illegal Mexican showed me that. All right, <laughs> so, thanks, Alejandro. We uh, are <laughs> back in the game. Excuse me, us South American. I'm sorry. We're I'm talking to a lot of people. We're uh, <clears throat> but yeah, man. I appreciate you letting uh letting me talk to you on your show yeah
0: man just want to um, you know get to know you hear a little about your story i know there's, you yeah. know, there's they are there's more you know there's some moped stuff going around it's kind of not super close to you but like i know charlotte north carolina's got a moped club yeah you know there's there's some guys in sumter there's there's some people in myrtle beach uh we got some friends uh where are they at they're down in uh in charleston south carolina
2: I freaking thought of Charleston. We uh
0: Yeah, I, I recently talked to some of the people from Sumter
2: and it's all Buzzards people. And uh yeah, I don't think they were too cool with me. Um they kind of snubbed me a little bit. But um but that's all right, man. I got so much going on anyways with my full time job. I do full time tree work, I take care of my two kids, I run my skate shop, and that's dirt. Shop Dirt with a V at the end of it. If you, Anybody wants to uh, Google that, follow me on Instagram. We do giveaways all the time. We're, we're about to start a giveaway right now where um, you can contact me, cash at me a dollar, and I will mail you our shop stickers. And we're going to have a contest where whoever can put a sticker in the craziest place. And we've got a panel of judges that's going to judge which sticker got put in the most weirdest, craziest place. And we're going to give away a full complete to whoever wins that contest. And so we ju- we just do random contests. We do giveaways. We do discounts just to see people skating, uh, to keep the skate world going down here. And, and it's, it's been pretty cool. We got, we got some names following us like, uh, Chad Muska. We got John Lucero follows me. Uh, and I actually talked to John Lucero and, and Chad Muska, which is, uh, is bananas, man. I grew up dirt poor with nothing and, when John Lucero called me, I about lost my crap. I don't know if any, <laughs> anybody knows who that is, but uh, he pretty much invented, invented no comply. He's the owner of uh, Black Level Skateboards, and so it was a pretty big deal to me. Now, everybody knows who Chad Muskie is, mm-hmm. um, and he actually sent me a whole package here recently from where one of my hoodies had got burnt, and that, was, that, that blew my freaking mind. But, so our Instagram does all right. Uh, The skate shop does all right for the area that I'm in. We're not, we're not a real big city, but um,
0: just staying pushing that and keeping the skate world going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We should uh, tag the shop and everything when I post the episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great, man. Um, And we we stay pretty humble. And I a, I just named it my cut. Like I said, I named it my cut down name, but we also named it that so we could get away with just doing some pretty ghetto stuff. We're not your normal. Shop, I mean, people come into my shop. They want to trade. They, you know, they got this or that. I'll make trades. I do payments. Like, I'm probably the only skate shop I know of that does front. Hey, man, hey Dirt, will you front me this deck? And I'm like, oh, let me think about some stuff for a little bit. You know, you got to decide who you should to front to
1: or not. Yeah, can't trust And people everyone.
2: come through. Yeah, people come through. I'm like, look, man, don't let me catch you at the park skating. You owe me money, man.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and but but it, it it always works out and it's been it's been pretty cool doing the skate shop down here. Um but I stay pretty busy, like I said, and I'm I'm just now moving and so I'm setting up a new house down on my land and doing that and but also trying to make time for my kids and balance everything out. And I, I think that's that's been the hardest part of just balancing
1: yeah. everything yeah. out
2: so everything's not so nuts So staying re- responsible staying on top of my priorities and
1: yeah.
2: uh
0: doing the normal daily stuff the older we get the busier we get
2: Yeah. just <laughs> oh man yeah they're pretty busy but i think it's just making time um to still remember your kids man and to remember um childhood a lot of us adults we get older and we think we're doing really great things for our kids because we're taking them on vacations or we're um we're doing this every now and then we're buying them a toy or we're doing something like that but man you got to get in their world sometimes with them and that's the biggest part that I missed when I was little so that's that's what I said I'm gonna you know have them be a part and I'm not my mom asked me the other other week if I was trying to relive my childhood through my kids I said, yeah, a little bit. I am. And if it sticks, then it sticks. If it doesn't, I'm not going to push it. But, yeah, he's free to do whatever. I'm going to show him what I did when I was little. And if it sticks with him, if it sticks with him, that's up to them. But, but yeah, I'm not ashamed of that. But I'm not going to be mad if it don't stick. But just getting in their world with them. Um, I think that's the main part, man, is just remembering their childhood. And it's only going to last for... You know, a little over ten years, kids only stay kids for just a little bit. You you got to let them be kids, and you got to make it magic. Um, and and that's just the biggest part of parents start worrying about their jobs or who they're going to sleep with, um, what butt they're going to chase, where we're going to go party this weekend. And I'm just kind of the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, and they're only kids for a little bit, man. Let him enjoy it. Um,
0: that's cool, man. And I
2: don't know, man. I just got a little bit of different idea on parenting. Um, all right, we didn't gone from mopads to parenting. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, as soon as he was comfortable enough to start cranking those bikes up, which he's rode the little tiny dirt bikes and everything. As soon as he was comfortable to crank one of those bikes up, he was comfortable enough to um, actually start driving the bullet. first of all. Mm-hmm. And, man, you should have seen his little face. He was like, and you're telling me I can just drive to town on this thing? No, son, you cannot drive <laughs> to town. On this. No, you can't. I mean, I will let you soon. But as of now, no, you stay right here on our neighborhood. And don't you wreck it.
1: And,
2: yeah, of course, he's done dropped the Honda Express a couple of times. And I got to get a new tail out But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he just drops them while he's turning them around. And I'm like, man, dudes are, all right, listen, dude, you can't even hit potholes or nothing on these things, man. They just fall apart. And He's like, well, why do
0: you love <laughs> them so much if they just fall apart? And I was like, they're old, man. <laughs> yeah, they're old. They're vintage, and like, and you, and you learn how to work on them, and it teaches you, you know, skills, and it teaches you, like, you know, you get gratification of like fixing something and it working. Like, that's one of the things I really love about mopeds. It's like. Not very often in people's lives, you know some people don't don't have a chance to work on things and then get to see like you know the fruit from their fucking effort. and a lot we of times do. in mopeds it's like you you fix something simple and it works and you get that instant buzz that you that you did that Heck yeah, dude. down here in the country we got we
2: got mosquitoes pretty bad in the summertime, you know you're out here with no shirt on and you're working on a moped. I remember working on mopeds. I don't got no shirt on. I got crazy hair going on. And you don't realize it, but you've been scratching all your mosquito bites the whole time with your greasy black hands. Mm. And so your whole body's covered in smut, and your hair is looking crazy. Your face is looking crazy. And as soon as you, you get done, you crank that thing up, and it runs. And you're like, okay, we're ready to go. Take off uptown is the first thing you're going to do. And you don't realize it till you get back. But you know, you're just in a pair of short, like a pair of basketball shorts, flip flops, covered head to toe mosquito bites and grease. Mm, there
0: goes dirt again.
2: <laughs> there goes dirt again, and you just don't even care at all. You're just like, Man, screw y'all, I don't care.
0: So it's always
2: pretty pretty funny after you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, Oh
0: crap, man, I town like that. <laughs> oh, well, whatever, I better own it now. Yeah. Dude. The small ride conquers all, bro but yeah it's exciting when you get that that, that little thing
2: to go on and you are oh man you have little problems you're trying to figure out that little problem I found um, that know the carburetor to, try to do that once you got up town and it's something stupid like taking apart those uh, A3 and the
0: carburetor
1: right there get that carburetor out
0: of there oh uh, you're breaking up a little bit there man Okay. Hold on. can you hear me now yeah that's good
2: yeah but taking that carburetor from the middle of the older A3s dude that used to suck and you're working on your moped uptown on the side of the road it's 100 degrees or you're, you're beside a business or somebody's entered their driveway or something other, and they're just like can I help you you got a problem and I'm like yes, I'm working I'm I'm working on this and trying to get it figured out. And, dude, I remember one time I made a freaking Master Link. It didn't work very well at all, but I <laughs> actually had to make a freaking, the outer part of a Master Link clip, and I sat there with these pieces of wire doing that. Man, I've pulled over. I've been figuring out how to, pull, I can pull a spark plug with just a flathead screwdriver.
1: That's it's not one.
2: cool. Yeah, it's not cool, but then. just one, boom, Just one flathead? One flat screwdriver, I can Ooh. pull the spark plug.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, um, a, that's a challenge.
2: <laughs> and then you're looking for a piece of a beer can on the side of the road, so you can tear it open to use it to clean the spark plug with. And <laughs> you just open that work. Yeah, and um, just so many little crazy situations you've been like in these desperate situations just for this tiny little machine. Nobody with you at all. You've been going through hell just to get this tiny little machine going. Well, pretty much, just you're trying to get uptown to spend a handful of chains to buy yourself a blunt of dirt weed. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you're breaking your neck just to get it. But you got it done, and you came back <laughs> home, and everything is great, and you get to watch the and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, something but, there's something yeah. to be said about uh about just like moped ingenuity. Like, you know, doing doing whatever it takes, little side of the road fixes, you know, from from using your chain to get the little cap off the end of the spark plug, or you know putting a piece of paper in your in your in you know, in your 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 plug cap, your plug boot 'cause it 'cause it's 'cause it's too loose and it won't stay on. Like oh, yeah. all sorts of little tricks that we do to keep our bikes going. Yeah, I've done some pretty crazy stuff,
2: and which I I look back now, and all my bikes now, they are, I'm like, nope, I would never run that gas line like that. (laughs) That would just fall right off, and that gas would just come right on out of there. Back in the day, I would have just stuck that sucker right on there and took off. But now everything, I I started looking at myself through treats, and I was like,
1: hmm,
0: do I need a purple spark plug, boot? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the answer is always yes <laughs> man,
1: Grant, there was a time when you were
2: stealing spark plug boots off of lawnmowers and weed eaters or anything you could get your hands on that one little piece of freaking spark plug wire to reach from the coal and you had a piece of sheet rock screw stabbed into the coal man <laughs> and
0: you're just thinking hmm i don't know if i want the. <laughs> gold Jane, or if i want this one <laughs> you got him you've got him bougie man yeah so with my son <laughs> a little bit uh i think about the only thing i did do was
2: put a little purple airbre I, I you know i told him we could do that instead of the stock air filter on there and he, he's pretty happy with it man we'll yeah. try to get rid of him a little bit a
0: little blow a, a little customization
2: yeah, a little bit. He still hadn't done the paint job, and I've been getting on his butt about that. Asked him if he's gonna do the paint job. He said, "Why? It runs good." I was like, "Man, I thought we were gonna paint it." And he's like, "Well, the reason that one A fifty five I got it is gray. Whenever I got it back the second time after it got stolen, the people had spray painted it gray, mm-hmm. and I just never did anything about that. I was pretty hot about it, but it just is what it is." <laughs> Yeah. And then it's got this big, giant rust spot where some carpet laid on it and some rats got all in the carpet while it was in storage. And I came and dug it out of storage one day and realized it had been sitting like that. But that yeah, thing was ragged out whenever we went back. It, I was I was just thinking whenever I got out of storage, like, okay, yeah, we can put the gas in it, clean the carburetor out, and, uh, probably putting the spark plug in it. No, dude, I was like, holy crap, this thing was running like this when I parked
0: it. Like, mm. this is how I was driving it. <laughs> Man, holy crap! Like I know I can do better than that. Yeah, I've, and
2: he still hasn't bought the other. He's got the uh, twenty-eight
1: tooth.
2: Well, I think it's twenty-eight tooth rear sprocket on it. I can't think. I think it's twenty-six tooth. But anyway, it's pretty slow, even wide open. My uh, my bullet smokes it. And he still hasn't bought any other parts or anything for it. He says he likes how it is. So. He's happy with it. It's his. He got mm-hmm. mad with it. I told him the bullet was his. Then I got uh, got the sack. He he did not like riding the sacks. the way it sets all weird. The seat sets up weird and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I I was so excited when I got the Garelli, the top tank. And I was like, dude, check it out, man. Check this. Tell me this isn't freaking nice. He's like, yeah, can't ride that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's still a little. Man,
1: why are you <laughs> You gotta be so
0: little, dude. Yeah. I freaking love that, love that, really, man. That thing is
2: smooth.
0: Yeah, it's a good looking bike.
2: But yeah, my, I'm not gonna lie. My motorcycles are dumb. They're they're staying parked, especially this summer. They're staying parked. All my other toys are staying parked,
0: and
2: just put a little bit of gas in the mopeds and and let's just go ride. Let's go have fun.
0: Yeah, mopeds are great for that, man. And, you know.
2: I keep on thinking, like, man, I could invite some friends over and they could ride. Me. No, they're not riding my bed. They're not riding none of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I keep on thinking, man, like, no, they're going to wreck it. And no, no, absolutely not. We're not dealing with none of that.
0: Well, you you, get, you let them ride at least once or twice. They get that smile on their face. They might go by their own.
2: Man, they don't ride my bird's <laughs> We
1: uh...
2: are. <laughs> but, yeah. It's been a pretty cool life, and I I, I, I plan on keeping. As like I say, I, I plan on keeping them stock, and I want to try to hold on to them for as long as I can. I really I really start tripping out sometimes thinking, man, thank God for websites like Tree um, Nineteen Seventy Seven. I don't I don't pe- people have their preferences. You don't use this company; they're trash. But I haven't had a problem with Nineteen Seventy Seven at all. With none of the parts, I hadn't had a problem with shipping. Um, you. Get what you pay for. If you're cheap, you're gonna get what you pay for. Um, you're gonna have problems with it. You, you get you find that twenty uh, dollar Orto knockoff carburetor on eBay. You're you're gonna get what you pay for. Um, and, you can, and so, and that's one thing I trip out about is that you know Tomos isn't putting out. They're not putting out mopeds anymore. No company's really putting out any mopeds. It's all it's all scooters. Um, but then you got these websites that are still keeping these things alive. Yeah. And I I think that's really cool, man. There's there's got to be some diehard guys. I mean, they're of course making money, but but that's 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 super cool that we have something like the internet. We have people that care enough
0: to keep something like that still alive. Yeah, the niche dude. Yeah, shout out to TreeLand. Yeah. If you guys, for those listening, you don't—I'm sure most people listening to this know about mopeds and and the, what how it's like in the states. But shout out to all the the, the moped companies, do TreeLand TV, Dose Cycles, Denny Cycles, Moped Division, uh, VDM, Hook Parts. Yeah, all there's. I know Definitely. there's more out there, and, but shout out to And I those mean, people. especially the guys at trees. You,
2: if you message those guys, um, I don't. If any of you guys are just now listening you're just now getting in the mopads um and you got questions about is this the right part um or what other kind of pipes could i put on this bike if you got questions you message those guys at treats i mean they're knowledgeable they'll, they'll, yeah they'll message you right back and um the, not on, they're going to send you the link to the right parts they're going to say hey you can try this we've heard of some other guys doing this Uh that's what i really appreciated about um Streets here recently, and, and they make it fun. They, man, they send you some weird little crazy stuff, <laughs> extra <laughs> witch parts, um, which don't make no sense, but it makes it fun, though. And, yeah. and like I, I, I kind of do, do the same kind of thing with my skate shop whenever we, we mail people stuff. We're just, we put it just random stuff in there with it. So they're just like, what the heck was all this stuff? And, <laughs> and you're just like, well, you. <laughs> You it wanted makes, those
0: stickers, right? <laughs> it makes it fun, man. It makes it fun. I think yeah, my, my like, last treat order, I got some weird, like, uh, like dinosaur book or something. Like, it was crazy.
2: <laughs> we, we got salon posters. Uh, <laughs> perfect hair forever type stuff. That's funny. And uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, man, I really appreciate that. I start just like, how long is this going to, how long are these people going to stay? Should I go ahead and order, like, spare engines? For everything or <laughs> you're just like hold on no look at your bank account grant you you don't need extra what should i oh these websites might not last forever we're gonna need like three sets of tires we'll just keep them as backup. <laughs> you're just like no no Grant. you're good hold
0: on man no yeah. you're, you're good dude you're good you are able to find it now and uh they got a good they got a good long stretch ahead of them like yeah like who's to say what's going to happen in the next 20 years you know, thirty years down the road, I'd I'd like to see maybe maybe there'll be another moped company kind of pop up or take over. You know, when when all the boys get old. Uh, I know the I know the homie, our, our homie from from Black Black and from Treatland, Dana is in town right now in Richmond. Like he's originally from here or whatever, so he's like in in town visiting this weekend with like Eltron and some other people, and I'm like. It was really good seeing him the other day, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" it Just makes you like think about like those messages you send to treats, and like catching that reply from Dana, and you're just like, "Oh, what's up, dude? One of the homies!" Like he knows all the stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, and, and that's what makes it a really cool. I, I don't know if you'd call them hobbies, or, or or just whatever it. Just the whole culture of it. Um, that it, it's not just about liquor sickles and our. Oh, I get, a lot of these guys on these scooters, though. I, I don't know about them. We are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My towel towel doesn't crank up so good. And are just, man, I'm not working on that, dude. It's got an electric starter. <laughs> yeah,
0: I refuse to touch any towel towel ever. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just not dealing with that. But
2: um, the whole culture with Mopad, and when, especially when I first found uh, Mopad Army, i was, it blowed my mind when I first found them online. I guess back in I was twenty one that was two thousand i don't know two thousand and two or three or something like that. No, it was two thousand six yeah two thousand six that's when I first found them, and then I go through all these the uh, the photos and everything the i I was like, holy crap, holy crap, so this is real and then I'm seeing that these guys have rides and everything. Mm-hmm. and I'm like holy crap why come I can't well damn this sucks I'm stuck here but still but it it really blows my mind and I, I tell people about it and they're just you know they want to laugh and it's like oh why don't you get you a real bite like a holly okay I have those too but you guys are all dickheads um <laughs> and no, the whole culture with this thing, like, look, check this moped out. Hold on, that's not a moped. Yeah, look. And you're going through and showing them pictures off of the moped army. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, like, look what you can do with these bikes. And then, look, use their speed kits. There's all these all these different mods you can do to your bikes and everything. That's- and they're just like, man, that's, that's not, that's a
0: motorcycle. Hold up. Oh, no, what is that? <laughs> oh, crap. And you're just like, yeah, tell me that's not freaking sick, dude. And that's pretty sick. That's another thing about mopeds, man. It's like. It can be what you want it to be. You can you can scratch the surface and you know, you found that barn fine, you know, woods fine, bike that's rusted out, you know, you get it to work and it runs, or you find a clean stocker and you get it to run and you ride it. Or you can go full custom balls to the walls, do everything original, everything brand new, and have some fucking moped that does seventy miles an hour. Like the sky's the limit on what you want to do. It's what you want to make it, and the fact that we have this like culture and this community around such a small niche like com- like thing, like it's insane. It's like who else? You know, I just heard some shit the other day. My buddy was like, "Oh yeah, there's like a there's like a custom like keyboard club." Like we make custom, you know, computer keep like what I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you can make a niche fucking community out of anything. And (laughs) I'm like, there's, there's way worse things than mopeds. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad it's small. I'd like, you know, to stay this way forever. Like we make it a little bigger. We try to like grow it as much as we can, but mopeds are never going to be huge. Mopeds are never going to be big, big as skateboarding. Mopeds are never going to be big as Harley's it's going to be what it's going to be. And that's, you know, that's what I like it.
2: I think that's what what's cool about it too, is, um, of course, that's what, that's what really makes, um, some things in our society stay, I guess, underground, um, is the fact that our, we don't want things to go mainstream. Cause as soon as they go mainstream, they're not cool anymore. We're that, that's just, oh no, everybody's doing that. That's not cool anymore. Uh, I see a chick sometimes with a thrasher shirt on and I'm just like, name three songs. And they're just like, um, I can't think of any of the songs right now. Okay, you have no clue.
1: This
2: <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah, name three songs by thrasher. And they're just like,
1: um, I can't think of any. Well, <laughs> that's
2: because they, all right, all right, bye. Yeah. Old Black Ladies with Santa Cruz shirts on, um, See that all the time and I'm just like, Hey, what's up? You down with skating? It's like, huh? Yeah. What you mean? I gotta show that good with I went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh I, I think that's what makes it cool is that it's, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Especially vintage bikes, especially mm. vintage bikes. They're they're not at all for everybody.
0: Um They have their ups, and they I think, got their downs. I, th-
2: I think that's what happened. That's why I come there's so many barn finds, really, is because how these things needed con- constant maintenance. They weren't for everybody to even crank up. It, you know, if you tell a normal person just to walk up to my sacks or my Gorilla, which they're pretty easy to crank up. It's not like a pecan or nothing, but, you know, you walk up to them and it's like, crank it up. No, there's no way. You don't it, – it just it's just not that simple at all. You got to be in the know, man. Just, yeah, you're not just going to walk up and crank one of these bikes up, let alone be able to do maintenance on it. Uh, one of my middle brothers, he will not get down with the moped. He he, he calls it mini bike. It's a Coleman mini bike.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He rides that thing around sometimes. He, he lives up in North Carolina. And he he rides his little Coleman mini bike around. And calls it his motorcycle. He he's not very mechanically inclined at all. And uh, he, he calls me. He's like, "Hey, look, I really want to get a moped. What do you think I should do?" I said, "Look for an uh, older Tomo. She's going to be your best bet. Nothing, nothing weird. Nothing crazy." Yeah. You're, you're going to do good with like a uh, Tomo's with like an A35 or A55 or something like that on it. You're, um, man, good luck, like even <laughs> learning how to choke and stuff like that or anything, like learning how to choke a two stroke. And uh, I don't know, two strokes really just what I cut my teeth on, man, um, as a mechanic mm. and it. kept on going. And now I'm I'm to the point where I can pretty much I don't do mechanic work full time at all anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I ran my own garage, my own shop for the past uh, ten years, and did pretty good. I can go through anything and tear apart any engine, any transmission now, and it's it just really all started with mopeds. It, yeah, mopeds and small engines.
0: It's a, it's a good way for someone to, for someone to start, for someone to get their hands dirty and, like, learn, like, little, little things. It's, like, they're all simple. It's all not the hardest thing in the world. And once you do it a couple of times, you're like, oh, that, that wasn't that hard. And that can open your eyes to, like, this whole, like, being able to try it yourself. It's not necessarily do it yourself and, like, be able to fix everything. But working on mopeds gives you this, like, empowerment that you can just, like try anything like oh like this this instead of oh this broke and instead of buying a new one you're like well maybe i'll take it apart and look at it first Mm-hmm. and let's see what we got around that we can just fix
2: it right here with yeah you know before we start ordering parts or anything maybe we might be able to find a piece of pipe that's to, that 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 works for that we can put a clamp on it <laughs> now that can take you to a whole nother Rig in place, right? You can definitely
0: go to a a G rig (laughs) on anything. (laughs) But like that's one thing I like about mopeds. It's like it helped me learn that skill of like just giving something a shot and looking at it and try to figure it out versus just like tossing it away. We get like our culture is so big and just like throwing things out and buying a new one. And, you know, vintage mopeds and working on something like that, like gives you that skill of like try, you know yeah and and that's what i love about like i'm saying a lot of these bikes
2: that's why come they got put up back in the day they people realize that you know i guess they seen the ads for them i wasn't around in the 70s when a lot of these bikes were getting pushed but um you know they seen the ads for they could do this and that and they bought one for their wife or they bought one for their teenage son or or whatever and they realized like oh crap this thing ain't this thing ain't hitting on too much and it just quit running for no reason or or just whatever. Because, I, I, man, I literally have pulled the rallies out of people's closet that's in the garage. Had to move everything to get to it and get it home. And I'm really not kidding you. Made sure there was fluid in the uh, transmission. Clean the carburetor, put a new spark plug in, and it cranked up. And the tires were shot and everything. Yeah. But that thing cranks up. I I remember I drove this one gorelli back up to the guy's house who gave it to me. He gave it to me. And I drove it back up to his house the very next day. He was like, oh, man, you know what? I got to thank you, man. And that's my brother's, man. I'm going to think I'm going to... Oh, no. No, you don't. No, 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 no. This is mine. This is mine now. Uh, man. Yeah, that's the
1: bike. Hmm. I wish
2: I had that one back
0: yeah man It's one, one thing about being in that flip game like you know you collect so many bikes and you're just like you know putting them down the road like you know you're doing a solid for some people you know like getting them on a bike, giving them something to ride, <laughs> get them some transportation and you're making you know you're not making a killing but you're making a little dollar here and there. Sometimes in my life, I've thought back on some of the bikes I've sold and just been like, man, like was that hundred bucks was that hundred bucks I made worth selling that bike? I, like, yeah. there's definitely a handful of bikes that I wish I never sold. I don't know why. what I would do with them. I don't know what I need with, like, 20 mopeds in my garage. I already have too many. <laughs> but there's definitely a couple of bikes that, you know, they're, they're the ones that got away. Yeah, I'm still pretty mad about my mom with the
2: uh, motor pecans. She, she dumped. She took the whole pile to the, to the dump. She had a guy come load them all up and took them not to the scrap yard to be scrapped, took them to the recycling center. They got through in the dumpster where people throw like junk furniture and all that stuff. At. They just mm-hmm. all got piled up in there. Damn. And I'm like, Oh man, I, two years later, 2000, uh, yeah, I ended up stealing a, uh, Ford F two fifty from her and I rolled it in Charleston running from the law. Um, on the interstate and she never got that truck back. So it was just like the other week I was like, mom, I cannot believe you threw all my cars all my mopeds away. You just threw them away. Like, this is Grant, my truck. I
1: was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: but like, It's not the same. These mopeds all put together was worth way more than that truck was. Uh... <laughs> Hey, it's not the same. You can go still find a nineteen eighty nine F two fifty somewhere. I
1: right.
2: here let me show you on freaking marketplace right now how much a freaking non running motor came is selling for right now. There's somebody that knows what they got. Hey, um, um Man, I seen one for six hundred come up the other uh, couple weeks ago and I was I was a- I about to drive three hours to just get that thing. And I was like, no, we can't do it. We can't
0: do it. I'm yeah. a to anyway. I wouldn't do it either, bud.
2: <laughs> he was like, we're in church, right? Let me let you know the reason I ain't natural is because we go to church. And I was like,
0: oh, okay, well, that's great. <laughs> I'm like, that's the last thing I want to do right now, dude. Three-hour drive for $600 non-running motor cane. That's, yeah. that's way down on my list. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe maybe mm, no okay. yeah no I'm but man I want man, wiser inner thoughts prevailed I want one back so bad man and um
1: I was like
2: I don't know what it is why I want one of those back so bad It was just that was the first one I ever got my hands on and I was so freaking excited and I drove it down the road and I was like I was I mean like dude I I was just freaking excited I was like yes I got it got I don't know why I took the carburetor back apart just to see if I could clean it better, see if I could get, I didn't know anything at mm-hmm. all about mopads or anything at all. I, I just knew a little bit about engines and uh, I can't remember what screw it was. It was one of the brass, one of the screws up inside of that carburetor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dropped it in the dirt and could not find it. And I just, it was doomed. It was just, okay, throw the whole bike away. Lost mm-hmm. that one little screw up carburetor. I, did, I didn't know. I had no clue. Good old, good old Guntner carb. Yeah, and um, I don't know
0: why I want worse than anything. It's that nostalgia, dude. It's just that 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 first bike, that first taste you got, and you know, and you always kind of everyone kind of wants that first bike back. I I miss I miss my first bike. And whether I whether I still rode it or not, like I, I wish I still had it, and it was just like hanging up in the wall, you know, in the rafters in my garage or something. I could point to it and be like, yeah, that was my first moped.
2: Dude, I still have my I have my first skateboard. Uh hanging up on my wall. That's, yeah. pretty,
0: that's pretty amazing to be honest. Like <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. even remember my first skateboard. <laughs> so long <laughs> ago. Um, I'm a, but yeah, I don't
2: I, I don't know what it is about me with attachment, with holding on to things. I've done pretty good and in and the life that I've lived, the times I've gone homeless, um, through my drugs freeze, moving around all over the state um somehow i still managed to have stuff i would just stick things places and uh i still managed to have certain you know this year hey i still got this shirt It's 20 years old and I, I freaking love it Yeah. um but I, I try to kind of teach my kids that too
0: man you get to the point where I, do you have kids not yet i got i got my first son on the way Man, you get to the point with your kids, and you're just you're wanting to save every
2: little art project and every little thing they bring home from school, and you're just like crap. I gotta throw this precious little <laughs> <stuff> away <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: because there's not no point in holding on art. Which one do I hold on to? And yeah. which stuff? And before you know it, you got just this tub full of crazy random stuff. <laughs> And these crazy little freaking handprint turkeys and and all this little kid stuff and you're just like all right well we're not throwing none of the baby toys away and you got two bedrooms full of baby toys. Oh man! It's like I'm not a hoarder, I'm I'm a herder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hopefully,
0: hopefully, I find some way to hang on to hang on to some things that are important without without becoming a hoarder. Like I just definitely, I wish I would have kept. You know, I've had so many like rally t-shirts from just moped stuff that like, you know, it was tossed them or gotten rid of them because, like, you know, I don't, I don't hang on to that stuff for but so long. And, like, there's definitely times where I wish I would have kept them all and, like, you know, had a friend, like, sew them into a quilt or, like, you know, a blanket or something that I can, like, you know, have that memory of the stuff.
2: I do have the flywheel off that first motor cane. That's all I have. I have the flywheel off of my first motor cane, and I have the front sprocket off of my first Tomo's. And that sprocket fits dead into the magnet of the flywheel. That's the only reason both and I like to hand that to people and say, Here, try to pull that <laughs> pull that sprocket out. It's really, really hard too. The magnet's pretty strong. Yeah. It's really hard to do. So I do still have a piece of those artifacts. Okay, I call awesome. them artifact. That's
0: a good But yeah, that's all I got it.
2: left. <laughs> but yeah. Um and I don't know who you're saving all this stuff up for. And everything. I don't know. And you're just like, man, crap, I'm gonna have to sit down one day and write a book about where all these different things came from. But then crap, I got this and I got that. <laughs> the, I'm gonna have to index. Yeah, somebody's gonna have to know, like, my okay, my listen, son, you're now in charge of keeping up with my whole life story. Uh, and <laughs> that house, I roofed that house and you drive it through and I'm that guy, like, hey, you see that car right there? A transmission in that car. Hey, you see that house right there? love well, that house.
0: You know, you gotta yeah, record um, it, man. You gotta record it and put it, put it, put it down, dude. Put it on YouTube and give it, give it to your kids. And be like, "This, is, this is my story. You guys can, yeah." Guys can I, have I
2: it. do that with my wife all the time. She was like, "Why do you tell me all of this stuff?" Grounds like because whenever Twenty Twenty interviews you, <laughs>
1: uh,
2: you, you're you're gonna you're gonna be telling my story. And it's like, yeah, but I don't need to know. Like, I. <laughs> And some of the stuff I done is pretty messed up, man. I I know we're just talking about mopass but man, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I've had a pretty crazy fun life, man. Uh, took my sacks out the other night and just went and rode by myself for about I don't know, an hour and a half or or two, and and you just get to loving yourself. And we get we get told all the time, like you only think about yourself, you only love yourself, and then we get told. You need to learn how to love yourself. You need to learn how to respect yourself. Man, I love myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I do. I love me. I love that I'm able to do things like have these different mopeds To go out here and crank up, you know, five or six different mopeds, whichever one I want to crank up. I'm and I'm not ashamed well at all. It's just mopeds. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm lucky that I can I can go into my skate shop and I whichever deck that I want to. I can drive whichever vehicle. And I know some people don't have it like that. And they could either look at me and hate on me for thinking that, you know, I, I'm successful. I'm not, man. I'm, I'm living down in a freaking um, single-wide trailer down in the woods. My bills are paid, but they don't know how hard I work, what I went through mentally to get where I'm at. They don't know the jail cells that I've been into, the promises I made myself. And just to make it through everything that I've made it through, Um, And I know everybody's like, well, I've had a hard life, too. Well, that's cool. Learn from it. Hold on to those things. Hold on to those times when you did the right thing when nobody was looking. And I'm not talking about that one little thing you did for five minutes. I'm talking about that right thing you did while nobody was looking for years, while nobody was looking, while everybody was still assuming that you're still a drug addict, so nobody would help you, and you did what you had to do to keep on coming home with those diapers to keep on coming home and washing those dishes and all those days. And then summertime, wintertime hits and everything that you did and you stuck it out. Hold on to that. Respect yourself, respect what you've done in the past. Um, respect every little thing. Remember your stories. There's nothing, nothing wrong with remembering with what you went through. Not in a sense where you give everybody a pity party. And you say, oh, you don't know what I've done in life That's not in the sense of a pity party and not in a sense of, oh, my superego, I'm going to feed it and you didn't do what I've done. I'm talking about in a sense where it gives you that satisfaction. I was out riding the other night and I'm satisfied with myself. I love myself. I love my little tiny 49cc little bike. I love them. I I love being able to do stuff with my kids. I love the fact that I held on to these different things in my mind. Um, there's nothing at all with loving yourself or respecting yourself and giving yourself some treats. And because uh, and that's what it's all about, man. We get to go around this mud ball one flipping time. And, um, man, if you don't make the most of it, you're not doing what you love, Or if you're putting yourself through hell, through some kind of an addiction, if you're in some type of a relationship with your partner, with your wife, she, you know, you're not happy at all. I'm not telling you to go out and get a divorce or anything. Um, you're not getting respected. You're not getting treated right. You're wasting your years just miserable, wishing things would change. Man, you can change them. Um, it's hard. It's crap. You can change them. Um, and you can love yourself. You can respect the stuff that you've done and you don't do it for anybody else do it for you you give yourself peace um and when you give yourself peace that is the reward and it's, it's not that it will yeah a lot of people call it you know god why aren't you helping me god why don't you give me things my way my way my way why aren't you not letting me do things my way and sometimes you just got to be at peace that things aren't going to go your way um but they're ultimately still going and you don't got any choice of that the sun's coming up tomorrow um and you're just going to have to be at peace with some things. And you're going to have to enjoy what you can. This time's not going to stop flying.
1: Yeah.
2: Enjoy it. Enjoy being on that little bike. Um, oh, yeah. Especially for you suckers out there that's got those really nice vintage bikes and all crisped up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy that stuff. Enjoy it. Even when the other people, your friends don't appreciate it or your family doesn't appreciate that you're going to go ride your little Mopad again. Uh yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, yep, yeah, man. I'm about to go enjoy it.
0: Yep, yep. Smile on my face.
2: I'm gonna have a blast. Heck yeah, I am. I've been playing with jets. I've been playing with air boxes, and uh, and I got this thing where it's pretty nice, and I really like it. Nice, man. Um,
0: Grant. Man, that was that's good to hear, dude. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> like it's it's a touching story, dude. Like, I want to thank you again for like you know taking the time to like cop one and chat with me, man.
2: Yeah, I appreciate getting the chance to.
0: There's so much more I'd like to
2: tell on about, but I'm not going to preach. Um, I wasn't trying to preach just now. I'm just saying. No, you know? it's,
0: not a, it's not about preaching, man. It's about saying what you feel. And, like, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Love yourself. Respect yourself. And that's the main thing.
2: Be dirt. <laughs> <laughs> because in the end, that's where we're all going back to. And you can't escape it. Yeah man, dude. you can wipe it off. You can wash it off. It's gonna come right back,
0: but that's where you're going. You're going to the dirt, dude. I appreciate it, bro. Um, tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram again. That
2: is dirt, uh, dirt with a Z at the end. Dirt skate shop. Uh, on uh, Instagram, or Facebook. Our Facebook doesn't do so good as Instagram.
0: I just um, I just pulled it up. So it's uh it's dirt <laughs> with a Z. Underscore yep. skate underscore shop and that's on, yeah, and on I Instagram.
2: If, uh, I think the caption is this ain't gonna be worth a damn. My yeah. early colour.
0: And i like I said uh, I'll, I'll tag it in the post, man, and I'll <laughs> I'll put it up there so everyone can see it and, and you know give you a follow, bro.
2: Man, I appreciate you letting me talk. And if you want to wrap it up or do whatever
0: yeah, man. just let me know. Yeah yeah that's it man we're, we're gonna close it out dude like I said thanks again for coming on like you got a great story dude keep keep fucking grinding on the mopeds and enjoying them and being happy hope your son enjoys it as much as you do and you know there, there's a larger community out there you know hopefully we can see you around sometime at a, at a ride or something and thank God for the internet people man you're on the internet you're uh you're posted that you're
2: gonna get jumped on um there are some people that ruin it for everybody. But then there's, thank God. Thank God there's a community out there. Um, thank God there's sites like Treats that's able to keep stuff going. Um, and that, that's what's really cool. It's a, it's a tool. And it can be used for good or bad. Yeah. And you find people like me and I find people like you, man. And I really appreciate you
0: giving me the chance just to talk. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, brother. You have a going, man. Go ride right with your boy. Absolutely, I appreciate man. it, my man. Thank All you. Right. Have a good one, guys. It's another one down. Uh, like I said, I don't remember which number it's going to be because we're going to do two episodes this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Open Monday podcast. You can check it out. You know, share us, share it on the internet. You know, post your favorite episode. You know, if you got a time stamp or something that you really liked. Like something that made you laugh, something that made you smile, something that like made you think, you know, about your little moped. Feel free to email it to me at Podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to, I'm trying to keep a log of like best moments. I still want to make that uh, collage, you know, best moments of Moped Monday podcast like episode. I think that'd be fun. And yeah, man, uh, you know, give us a review on iTunes or something. Those are always interesting to read. And thanks for listening. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> <laughs> fuck your car. a <laughs> <laughs> moped.
2: I don't know. I touch the fly. Was it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up.
0: Sounds like the fuck, dude. Oh, boy. <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking blew it <laughs>